0: We're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony.
1: <laughs> I mean, that, that, that fits for Get Geekish, too. That ages well, it does, it really does. <laughs> hey, if you're listening, uh, welcome back. It's the Get Geekish podcast. Uh, I'm Bino, and that's Derek over there. Whichever way, pointing my yeah, webcams. Way. <laughs> for those of you not watching this, that will sound odd. But uh, we're going to talk about some movies and TV shows, I guess I should say, this week. You know, this is a surprise, but uh, what we got into a discussion about was some of the shows that are being remade, revamped, or added on to shows that have already been on and done. There's a whole slew of new ones on the docket, and after doing a little bit of research, because I'd heard about some of the, the big news, I heard about the Saved by the Bell remake, I uh, heard about uh, the Animaniacs remake, and a few other things, but... Diving into some of the things Hollywood has in store for 2021, I can't decide whether I'm excited or terrified or both. That they ran out of ideas, maybe? Well, we've been, that's been the joke that Hollywood's run out of ideas since we were kids, but they still throw out some good ideas now and again. Yeah. It's just that, I mean, let, let's be honest. It's really tough to fault the Hollywood industry for trying to capitalize on nostalgia, when, uh, well, I'm just going to... Oh, my camera just went off, dang it. I was going to show you the wall behind me that is covered with nothing but nostalgia.
0: <laughs> now we got a nice image of uh, you as cable. Oh, there you're back.
1: all <laughs> right. But yeah, like, I am a sucker for nostalgia, so it's really easy to see why Hollywood tries to capitalize that and make some money off of it, but...
0: Well, we've talked about this before, too. Like, our generation is very nostalgia driven and I feel like you know with our parents generation they didn't really capitalize on that nostalgia they weren't able to like there was a few things every once in a while you know with certain things you're like oh yeah I remember that you you know did your parents like okay cool but with us (laughs) you know pop culture was really taken off in the 80s in the 90s, and that's when we were all growing up, and now, since we're parents, and they have technology at their fingertips to be able to redo things, you know, bring them to the forefront for, not only to touch base with us, but to touch base on a new generation. Like, look at She-Ra, you know, and Thundercats, how they rebooted those. Yeah, had changed change the am- animation a little bit, and they updated the story, but, you know, they did that because they knew that they could connect with parents and kids. This, however, I don't know. This feels to me like cheating. (laughs) Which which one's that? Well, just, okay, for one, all right, let's, the the Dexter, all right? It's not a reboot. It's not a remake. It's not a revamp. It's not any of that. It's an extra season, and I think it's to apologize. I don't know, but that's the thing is, like, if you've seen Dexter, you know what I'm talking about. The last season sucked so bad. They had all this built up, and then when did that end? It's 2013, 14, something like that. Yeah,
1: somewhere around there. I, I I wasn't a big Dexter. My wife watched a bunch of it, but I was I was never a big Dexter fan. So,
0: and, it, and it's funny to me that years later we're now getting this quote unquote final season of Dexter, and I'm just like I, I, I'm excited, but I'm like. Is this going to be like an Arrested Development type of thing? Because Arrested Development was great on TV, and then it got canceled, and then years went by, and Netflix tried to reboot it, and it so was didn't, horrible. Didn't
1: have quite the same same love as the first time. Yeah,
0: I didn't even finish the season to be honest. So, but but so
1: I, mean, I, I get worried when you go to the Dexter, when they say they're literally adding another season on to the Dexter show, and broadcast TV has a way of extending things more than they should. Like, yeah. I could say a lot of my favorite TV shows probably should have been a season or two less than they ended up being mm-hmm. because they just kept trying to stretch it out and stretch it out and stretch it out. And like with these small stories, keeping the core characters there, once so many big things happen, you've just completely destroyed the... Plot basics there So the last couple seasons Just end up being Complete fluff and filler And random throwing things up And flashback scenes (laughs) Well
0: not only that too Like a lot of the seasons Or the shows that Extended to seasons That shouldn't have been there um, I.e. Scrubs One of my favorites That last season Doesn't exist for me Um, Mm -hmm. That 70s show They extended I think in like An extra season or two But that's after Like some of the main characters Had left the show Yep. So, to me, it's like, you know, if you have some of those core characters that leave that everybody likes, maybe just stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, stop or do something different. Like, you talking about some of these other shows coming up. Uh, one of my favorite, favorite sci-fi shows was the reboot they did of Battlestar Galactica, which they had an old Battlestar Galactica, and then uh, sci-fi rebooted it in the, was it the early 2000s, I think it was. And... I thought that was a fantastic series ending was a left a little bit Desired but it was it was really really solid and they had a couple of spinoff Movies that went along with it but apparently there's another Battlestar Coming but they're not rebooting it and doing it starting from scratch or Having a continuation they're having the universe that this previous Battlestar Created and it's gonna be another you know I, another tale from that universe, but from a different perspective of different characters. Kind of like the Star Treks are doing with the new Star Trek Discovery where it has ties to the other universes, but it's kind of its its own thing. All, all Star Treks have done that. Between the original Star Trek and uh, Next Generation and Deep Space Nine and Voyager, they're almost like their own little microcosms of a greater universe. And I feel well, like I those... They, yeah.
0: I think they could get away with that, though, because they're sci-fi. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with Doctor Who is you can do this because you have these loopholes and you have this wide universe same with star wars as well you know with the mandalorian my problem is is with saved by the bell all right they did a spinoff of that back in the day
1: right yeah it was like the college years, new class yeah
0: or there was two spinoffs right because they did the college years in new class right Mm mm-hmm and now they have this one. I didn't even know about this one that's coming up because you said something about it. And I was like, wait, what? I,
1: I know about this. I watched a preview for it for the, uh, the Peacock Network. Because the other thing is all these different streaming it's, programs yeah. are trying to hang their hat on a program that is going to be the next like, Stranger Things phenomenon. I don't know if this is going to work for these. But uh, <laughs> apparently one of uh, the former people that my wife knows is actually one of the characters in the show, too. So we've got some cool connections there. So I'm hoping it's good. Uh, but is it the original it, cast? Some of them. The series is going to follow a brand new group of students at Bayside High from upper and working class families who get in a little bit of a clash after uh, the working class students are transferred to the school as part of a political PR move by California's governor, Zach Morris.
0: Okay, that explains... I remember seeing a whole lot of Zach Morris things... Mm-hmm. On Twitter a couple weeks ago, so okay, that makes more sense now.
1: yeah, and Elizabeth Berkeley and Mario Lopez are both gonna be back in the show. I don't think they're gonna have screech back. <laughs>
0: yeah no he he burned a lot of he burned a lot of bridges with that book and then how he acted afterwards. So. yeah,
1: but so the 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 nostalgia of having some of the original characters is gonna be there. Um, but I, I just worry that you almost think they should have just gone for a new show. Because I have a feeling a lot of the humor and things that are going to be aimed at the nostalgic class. The ones that are tuning in to see Zach Morris as governor and Elizabeth Berkeley, Mario Lopez, are not going to necessarily identify with the main characters. And the people that are younger might identify with the main characters as they're written probably don't really care about the older ones. I...
0: Well, here's the thing, too, is, you know, were you a fan of Boy Meets World? I didn't like Boy Meets World. Okay.
1: All right. That's right. I'm apparently in the minority. <laughs> yeah,
0: I love Boy Meets World. Um, so w- what was it, like five years ago, six years ago, whatever, when they were like, oh, we're rebooting it kind of with Girl Meets World where Corey and Topanga have the daughter, blah, blah, blah. I tried watching some of that, and I heard it got better, but it was rough because they tried too hard to – Capitalized, and the humor wasn't the same. Like it delivered differently because you had a new, younger cast, so they delivered it a little di- differently because it was trying to get you know that younger thing, but it was still trying to do that hit us. And I was just like, ah, I don't know. So that's what that's what worries me. Like, well, you that,
1: have. Go ahead. A lot of these shows had very specific things, like Saved by the Bell. I watched the heck out of a Saved by the Bell when I was younger, but it was a cheesy as all get out show. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of. Bad filmmaking or TV making elements that went into that show, but we all accept it and loved it, it was it was part of the bag. So if they try to bring that back now, it's not gonna feel genuine at all with some of the cheesiness that was a part of that show.
0: Well, and even on the other end of the spectrum, if they try to film it properly, it's not gonna feel right regardless. You know, mm-hmm. if they try to do that cheese in there, you're gonna be like, uh, come on, this doesn't work. But if they try to film it like an actual sitcom, uh, it's not going to work because it's not going to... Tr- I mean, it might work for the younger generation who didn't grow up with it, whatever, but...
1: I, I'm just glad they're not going all super dark. I mean, we saw what uh, Riverdale and all that stuff did for the Archie kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't want to see next time on Saved by the Bell, Zach Moore stuck in the back toner, framed for murder. Like, <laughs> Yeah, He's a governor. He could be. That's true. But, um, I mean... oh, Go ahead. I, I was going to throw on there the, the next thing that Peacock has on their lineup is another nostalgic throwback. Good old Punky Brewster is coming back.
0: Which, that would baffles me, too. Because that I, 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 I I was only, what,
1: one season? Two seasons when it was yeah. on? Yeah, and everybody knew who Punky Brewster was that was alive in that time because she had all the mark in the world behind her, but it, it fizzled really quick. Soleil Moon Fry is the main actress, and she's actually going to return to be Punky Brewster again. But now she's a single mother of three kids who meets a young girl that reminds her of her childhood. And her ex-husband is going to be played by freddie prince jr i mean he's got to do something (laughs) i it's uh that's one that i will i will tune in and give it a shot but i just i i don't have high hopes for
0: (laughs) why i i mean why why bring that one back Wait, there was, I mean, they could have brought back some other shows like the Secret World of Alex Mack. That was that was a decent show, you know. The never watched it. Erie, Indiana, one that was a interesting show. It. Yeah, those are, <laughs> I think those you were a little too old, man, because they were. Well, on I was gonna say that's, that's
1: where we differ. We're just far enough apart in years that like the shows that were on TGIF are completely different for you than they were for me. <laughs>
0: Whoa! Hold on now. The TGIF for me was like Perfect Strangers, uh, Family Matters, Step by Step. I mean, okay, no, i so not at the same time. You but tuned
1: into that early. Okay, you're, yeah, we're yeah. still okay with that. I was,
0: I'm hitting Nickelodeon shows that I remember just watching, like during the, after you know after school or whatever, when I was doing my homework type of thing. It yes, wasn't it, ones that I was into, but I was just you, there's other premises out there that they could have hung their hat on,
1: mm-hmm. other than Punky Brewster, but. Well, speaking of Nickelodeon, Ren and Stimpy's making a comeback. So,
0: I didn't know this, but did you saw it? Did they change the animation at all? Did they show any animation?
1: I, I haven't seen anything. I've just read about it on there because I know they they tried to do the adult only spinoff back around two thousand three or so that didn't do so well. But well, I mean, they, uh, the
0: show itself
1: was. <laughs> it, I mean, for a, a a kids' show, it it had some questionable content in it, but it was fun. Uh, but uh, Comedy Central had greenlit this back in August for a uh, revamp of the series, and it's not going to have the involvement of its original creator because he was accused of sexually harassing underage girls in 2018. Ew. So they're bringing back a irreverent cartoon series that had an adult version of it already fail and the creator of the show not part of it. So again, I would love to like the new Ren and Stimpy, but high hopes are dwindling the more and more I find out about it.
0: Mm. Oh, especially if they, like, and we've talked about this too, like when they redo some of these cartoons and they make the animation a little bit different,
1: mm-hmm. to say the least, it doesn't work. Yeah. No, sir. No. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes they get it right uh, Like Say My Little Pony cartoons from the 80s To the My Little Ponies of the 2010s oh, That yeah. was a big step up in there Because I think that was a very well done show for what it is Same with Voltron Voltron, the new Voltron is way better than it. I love Voltron as a kid and I went back to try and watch The original Voltron cartoons and they it's were hard. trash <laughs> But the new Voltron I was a big fan I've watched it start to finish <laughs> uh the new shira way changed the animation from the original masters of the universe but i think it's way better <laughs> and the the one behind you over there you got looney tunes and animaniacs and they're coming back too
0: yeah well what's funny is so animaniacs is coming back on hulu tiny tunes is coming back on hbo cuz they're also doing looney tunes as well on hbo but this was on the same network when I was a kid, so it, it like it hurts my brain that if I want to, you know, kind of rechallenge my. I mean, especially, I think Tiny Toons you can watch on Hulu, like the original ones right now. So, mm-hmm. but the preview for Animaniacs when it came out, it got me excited. It's twelve new episodes or whatever, and the animation still looks like it feels the same. It looks like they, you know, cleaned it up a little bit, but it still flows it has the same voice actors which is great and the humor looks like it's right on par with you know what it was in the 90s and what late 90s tiny tunes i haven't seen a lot of it but that was a show i loved growing up i even had the game boy game it was great so it kind of makes me want to get an hbo max subscription just to kind (laughs) of maybe i'll do the week trial once all the episodes come out. Give
1: it a shot. Because like, th- those ones, I-, I think part of the difference with shows like these is they were absurd enough to begin with mm-hmm. that they weren't time dated. And you look at a show like The Simpsons, who is, what, 35 years, 37 years, 32 years, however long it have been going on now. And a movie. And a movie. They made the decision that none of the characters were going to age throughout time, but they've transcended generations with the different technology and things. I mean, you can still watch see episodes from you know seasons one and two and they're still funny it's rough though <laughs> but some of the ones you don't quite get because you don't like that things have changed you know personal mm-hmm. computers change phones have changed and they've just kept adapting to that becoming a storyline and animatics and looney tunes the same way too jokes that they made on animaniacs in 1998 are still going to be funny now the pop culture references have to be updated which I think that's hopefully the route they're going. But the other jokes that were not pop culture related, fairly timeless.
0: It, doesn't it suck when you're trying to, you know, introduce somebody into, you know, a show or a movie that you grew up with, you loved, and at the time it was relevant with all the pop culture hits and everything like that. And by the time you're bringing this person into that world, years have passed and those. Pop culture references are dated, so you're sitting there watching it, and you're laughing to yourself. And you look over, and they're just sitting there, like all stoic. They're like, "I don't get it." You're like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it, it hurts a little bit." I don't know the lie.
0: Like you said, I'm excited because I think that they're going to go the more modern route with still that you know goofy slapstick type of thing from our childhood, and still. Still do the references, but probably more updated, like you said, just to make it relevant to a more mass appeal
1: of audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we went up for some excitement. Now we're back down to some letdown. Ugh. It's been 40 years since it was released, but there's going to be a television show about Grease. They're talking about the rise of the pink ladies coming to the small screen. <sighs> I mean, they ended Grease one flying off in a stupid car. Last week's podcast, we talked about that. Then they made a sequel, which completely bombed, but has its own cult following now, someways. And then now HBO Max set to revive the concept with its own series, Grease: Rise of the Pink Ladies. <sighs> Is it gonna be like a prequel? Or I, it- I I think so. So a. Rehash of a group from a movie that came out forty years ago with a prequel story that's probably going to be way more modern and because I, I can't imagine. I mean, if it's going to be Greece, it had better be set back in what this the sixties, fifties, fifties or sixties. Fi- right? Yeah, I'm so bad at knowing the difference between those different <laughs> decades. I feel so bad about that. Um, but if it's going to be Greece, it has to be place in the olden times right they're not going to do Rise of the Pink Ladies as if they're going to Southern California high school in 2019 right
0: they might be going the Riverdale route cuz Archie was set what in the 50s right Archie Comics was uh-huh. 50s and then you know you look at Riverdale and it's edgy and
1: present so i'm just imagining some very very dark ominous music and mood lighting and i'm Sandra Dee <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, you know, I haven't... The new Twilight series kicked off already, right? I have no idea. See, and that's the thing that I haven't heard a lot about. I know I remember there was a Super Bowl commercial. I don't know if I think it was last year. Ah, Time doesn't make sense to me anymore. But I remember seeing that and going, okay, they're bringing that back. And that's something that's always been, you know, you could keep updating that with stories. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's doing, but... That's one that kind of works in its own niche, kind of like the, the sci-fi ones where you can have... Because, I mean, Twilight Zone is just its own little thing of vignettes every every show. It's not really connected other than supernatural,
1: spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, I, we we probably need to bust through a few more of these things because I think we're getting getting short on time. Uh, but a few of the other ones that I think just throw out Boondocks getting remake. The what? Saturday Night, the Saturday Night live skit of McGruber is gonna have its own series. Okay, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. hold on, pause right there. Uh-huh. Back up. Boondocks was good on it was Adult Swim, right? Mm-hmm. Are they bringing it back on Adult Swim? Uh two season order for HBO Max. Ugh what dang HBO. And then McGruber, mm-hmm. that was okay. It did a movie that went I haven't seen it and mm-hmm. it's it flopped, and they're bringing it back for a show.
1: Yep. And Will Smith is all behind a, a new version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That one could work. It, it, it could work if they if they do it right. They would they would have to
0: do it right and find the right person to fit that. I know that Walker Texas Rangers coming back
1: with the dude from Supernatural, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> It, I, it's weird to me because like they showed kind of like a teaser for it on last week's episode uh-huh. and he just doesn't he he just has a baby face like kind of like a you know nothing against him but he just kind of has that like sad face and I'm like dude I'm used to Chuck Norris in this role
1: yeah <laughs> Clueless is also getting a remake uh, it's gonna move to Peacock they're gonna have a new version of Clueless the show or the movie the it's gonna be a show but wait what it, it, is it already set it, in the 90s it had a television series that lasted three seasons and a line of books and a musical and then it all went away and then CBS was going to make another series and they decided to move it to Peacock so there's going to be a- another series to follow up the series that followed up the movie Clueless
0: is it going to be set in the 90s still
1: I have no idea
0: because um, I don't think that's going to work
1: <laughs> yeah we got a new Lizzie McGuire. We got Oldish, which is a spinoff from Blackish. We got Bewitched, Conan the Barbarian, The Jetsons, Jody, which is Daria's best friend from Beavis and Butthead. So a spinoff of a spinoff of a spinoff. Rugrats, Gossip Girl, Dune, The Sisterhood, uh, Designing Women.
0: Wait, w- Designing it- Women has been off the air for how long?
1: I don't even want to know. Gremlins Secret of the Mogwai coming to HBO Max animated prequel to the gremlins
0: movie
1: Frasier Nash Bridges Practical Magic Another Power Rangers spinoff
0: Nash Bridges was okay. It doesn't need a
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean the and You go through the list we, we got off on tens of first ones and the ones I just blew through we could talk for another hour about I'm sure <laughs> I think
0: somebody, okay, I think somebody needs to put a stop to all of these stupid spin-off like Peacock, HBO Max, everything. They're giving them too much power to go ahead and...
1: Well, and I and I know they need the nostalgia to get the hook on something, but...
0: Well, it's, it's like a the, guy I, I with th- a wet th- spaghetti thrown against the wall and seeing what sticks.
1: Yeah, and to me, the, the part of the problem of having all these nostalgic things, no, we'll catch the fans of the show the first time around... It's, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work because if you put, oh, it's a sequel to Save by the Bell, we've got all these expectations of what's going to be there, so as soon as those aren't met, we don't like it anymore. So just clambering onto the nostalgia bandwagon seems like you're really just setting a lot of these up for failure because if it's not just like the original or way, 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 way better than the original that everybody loves it, it's going to be a complete letdown, Right. Like, that's how I felt about Arrested Development. Mm-hmm.
0: I was so... Like, there was so much hype behind that. Netflix bringing it back. Oh, yeah, they're going to get backed. We're going to watch this. I watched it. I was like, this doesn't work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It Mm-hmm. Too much time has passed or something. I don't know. It just
1: doesn't work. So, I, I'm... Hmm. But maybe it's just a mad <laughs> ploy because if they come out with, say, the new Animaniacs and they are 12 god-awful episodes, it's probably going to make people like you and me go back and watch the... Old episodes of Animaniacs on a streaming service just to yeah. get, get the bad taste out of our mouth. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. It, and it, the Rand Stimpy one is just. That one's just icky now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, I mean, knowing that about the creator now, and then you look back at some of the episodes, you're like, ooh.
1: Yeah, it happens to a lot of them. But uh, what are you excited about? You've you've been listening to us rant ramble back and forth for half an hour about some of these uh, remakes and rehashes of TV shows coming out soon. Is there something that you're super excited about that we should know about? Or uh, do you share some of the same uh, excitement slash worry slash dreadful terror about some of these coming out? It's it's really hard
0: to get excited because I've been burned before, so. (laughs)
1: You sound like... (laughs) A really angry, lonely dude at a bar. (laughs) Right. I'll watch your show, but it's probably not going anywhere. (laughs) Probably not going to watch the next episode. There's another show coming next week. I'll watch that one. (laughs) It's it's just it's hard to get excited
0: when we have that nostalgia that we hold on to. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's also that little glimmer, that little that little spark, that little warming glow of, well, maybe. Just maybe. You know, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Yeah.
1: You watch this now, the end of next year we're gonna be talking about how Punky Brewster and designing women were the shows of two thousand twenty one. If Dude, if the, that happens, then two thousand twenty one has far worse
0: plan for us. <laughs> well, I mean anything's gonna be a step up from this year, so maybe designing women's gonna be that savior. <laughs> that that one just baffles me. Like I remember seeing reruns of that and it was dated at that time, so I'm wondering how they're going to bring it up now. Hey,
1: so, I got an idea. Let's, we need one of those. Let's throw on a new version of Murphy Brown. How about that? <laughs> Dude, I'd watch that. <laughs> Isn't Murphy Brown like 85 now? I don't know. That was, that
0: was a fun show. No, what about Night Court? Bring back that.
1: <laughs> I love Night Court, but if somebody tried to recreate Night Court's magic now. That's true. <laughs> or Drew Carey's show. It wouldn't work. Ah, oh, Drew Carey show. I love that show. <laughs> hey, anyway, we're already changing it off there. But let us know at Geek. Oh, you got one more thing to say there?
0: I was just going to say, I'm glad that Golden Girls was not on any of those lists because you cannot, you cannot recreate the magic that those four spunky women had on that show. Because that show still is relevant today. We were watching, I was watching it with my wife who's never watched episodes and she was laughing. I was like, yes, this, this show is don't was, ever touch it
1: That was a good show And honestly I think Somebody should pay Betty White To just give us A daily recap Of good things That happen And tell us goodnight
0: Oh my gosh yes
1: Can you imagine that Just just a three minute show A day If this is Betty White Telling you the headlines From today Give us a, a, a joke And then tell us goodnight Yes please Someone <laughs> to make that happen <laughs> Please Betty White Please please Anyway uh, Show sequels Remakes Rehashes let us know what you think at Get Geekish and we will talk at you next week. <laughs> Stop recording.
0: I was gonna sing the save by the bell, cause I wake up in the morning.